Hey kids, can you guess what time it is? Movie time. Time to eat. I see a Bible and a donut. Yay! Devotions. That's right. Let's learn about God and spend some time in His Word. Welcome kids to Donuts and Devos, where God sprinkles His love on us and feeds our faith. Jesus will lead us and teach us. He will lead us to peace. We are the children that He loves. Jesus teaches to be just like you. Your words are true, so with Donuts and Devos, lead us to peace. With Donuts and Devos, with Donuts and Devos. Donuts and Devos lead us to peace. Lead us to peace. Hi there, and welcome back to Donuts and Devos, where we get connected to Jesus through God's Word. I'm Mary Faith, and as always, I'm joined by my favorite little guests. And Pastor Glaze, who helps us to dive into God's Word, figure out what it means for our lives, and to explore the Bible. Now, God has done so many amazing, powerful things for the Israelites that we've talked about in our devotion, hasn't He? Too many to name. Well, yeah, you're kind of right about that. And in our reading today, He does another powerful act. What? What is it? Well, let's pray first, and we will find out. reading from Joshua chapter 3 today, the entire chapter again, verses 1 through 17. Then Joshua rose early in the morning, and they set out from Shittim. And they came to the Jordan, he and all the people of Israel, and lodged there before they passed over. At the end of three days, the officers went through the camp and commanded the people, As soon as you see the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God being carried by the Levitical priests, then you shall set out from your place and follow it. Yet there shall be a distance between you and it, about 2,000 cubits in length. Do not come near it, in order that you may know the way you shall go, for you have not passed this way before. Then Joshua said to the people, Consecrate yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. And Joshua said to the priests, Take up the Ark of the Covenant and pass on before the people. So they took up the Ark of the Covenant and went before the people. The Lord said to Joshua, Today I will begin to exalt you in the sight of all Israel, that they may know that as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. And as for you, command the priests who bear the Ark of the Covenant. When you come back to the brink of the waters of the Jordan, you shall stand still in the Jordan. And Joshua said to the people of Israel, Come here and listen to the words of the Lord your God. And Joshua said, Here is how you shall know that the living God is among you, and that he will, without fail, drive out from before you the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Hivites, the Perizzites, the Gergashites, the Amorites, and the Jebusites. 
Behold, the ark of the covenant of the Lord of all the earth is passing over before you into the Jordan. Now, therefore, take twelve men from the tribes of Israel, from each tribe a man. And when the soles of the feet of the priests bearing the ark of the Lord, the Lord of all the earth, shall rest in the waters of the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan shall be cut off from flowing, and the waters coming down from above shall stand in one heap. So when the people set out from their tents to pass over the Jordan with the priests bearing the Ark of the Covenant before the people, and as soon as those bearing the Ark had come as far as the Jordan, and the feet of the priests bearing the Ark were dipped into the brink of the water, now the Jordan overflows all its banks throughout the time of harvest, the waters coming down from above stood and rose up in a heap very far away at Adam, the city that is beside Zarethan, and those flowing down toward the Sea of the Arabah, the Salt Sea, were completely cut off. And the people passed over opposite Jericho. Now the priests bearing the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord stood firmly on dry ground in the midst of the Jordan, and all Israel was passing over on dry ground until all the nation finished passing over the Jordan. there yet we're getting there when are we going to be there soon i have to go to the bathroom i can't wait until we get there okay just hold it a little bit longer we're almost there are we there yet didn't we go over this already um yes wait we're there yay hooray where are we uh i don't know where did you think we were going to the promised land, of course. Oh, I thought you meant to, like, the store, the park, or something. Yes, yes, the promised land. We're there! But to get there, the Israelites had to cross a river. The river that was in our Bible reading. The Jordan River. That shouldn't be too hard for them. Right. Let's see. How can they get across? Hmm. They could choose to ford the river. Or they could cock the wagon and float across. They might even try to pay for a ferry to cross safely. Or or they could trade with a guide to look for a safe local spot to cross. Okay, those are all really good ideas yes, if you were playing uh, a game. Oh, right. But I think our friend has something else in mind. Yeah, God can just split the river for them and they can cross on dry ground. Just like he did for them at the Red Sea at the exodus. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that seems like the most obvious way to get across, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, the most obvious way when the one true and powerful God is leading you. Exactly. Powerful. God showed the Egyptians his power and protection for the Israelites by the plagues and by the crossing of the Red Sea. Once again, at the River Jordan, he shows the nations of the Promised Land that his people are coming and that he is with his people. Should the Canaanites be scared of the Israelites? Well, that depends. Joshua did tell the Israelites that the Lord will drive out all the foreign nations from the land. The land wasn't for them. It was for God's people. But if the people from those nations would go to the Israelites and say to them, Hey, I believe in the Lord your God too. Please spare me. How do you think Joshua and the Israelites would react? They would save them and help them? I'm sure they would. Remember, they promised to save Rahab in the city of Jericho, her and her family, because she helped the spies and asked 
and believed. Hey, Rahab is also a member in the genealogy of Jesus. Really? She's related to Jesus? But she's not an Israelite. Not by nationality, but by faith she was. We'll be sure to learn about the genealogy of Jesus in a later episode, Pastor Glaze. Hmm, maybe in Advent? But for right now, let's switch gears a little bit and let's talk briefly about the Ark of the Covenant. Now, whose seat was on the Ark of the Covenant? God's seat. Wherever the Ark of the Covenant was located, there was God's promised presence among the people. Here is how you shall know that the living God is among you and that he will, without fail, drive out from before you the foreign nations. See the Ark of the Covenant passing before you into the Jordan. And what happens? As they started walking across, the waters of the Jordan stopped flowing. Those waters stood in a heap upriver and dried up downriver, and the people crossed on dry ground. As the people crossed, the priests carrying the ark stood in the middle of the river. As long as they were there, the river didn't flow. It was God in the midst of the river, making a way for them into the promised land. Just like the Red Sea. Two river crossings, two blessings of God. The crossing of the Red Sea showed God's deliverance of his people from slavery. Crossing the Jordan shows God's deliverance of his people into the promised land. When the Israelites didn't know the way to go, God made a way for them. Through water. Are we there yet? Of where are you asking? Heaven? (laughs) Not quite yet. Jesus will take you there when you die. Until then, Jesus brings the kingdom of heaven to earth for you in his church. God makes the way to heaven for you in Jesus. With him, you're always ready and prepared for heaven. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Dear Heavenly Father, Thank you for providing a way, Thank you for providing a way, To heaven, To heaven, Just like you provided a way, Just like you provided a way, For the Israelites, For the Israelites, Into the promised land, Into the promised land. In Jesus' name we pray, In Jesus' name we pray, Amen. There's a specific word used to describe what God did for the Israelites in Egypt, what he did for them at the Jordan River, and what he did for us with the death and resurrection of his son. Can you think what that word might be? Uh, rescue? Very close, yes. The word is our faith word of the day and is deliverance. God delivered the Israelites from slavery and he delivered them into Canaan just as he promised. God always keeps his promises, doesn't he? He does. He promised from the time Adam and Eve sinned that he would send a Savior to crush evil and save us. He sent Jesus. His very own son, he gave up so that you and I and everyone who believes can be delivered from our sin that traps us. But I keep making mistakes every day. Yes, we all do, don't we? That's because we are sinful beings. We are born into sin. King David talked about this in Psalms 51 verse 5. Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. But that's why Jesus came down to earth and became man just like us. He was the deliverance we needed from our sin. 
God himself makes the way to our own promised land. Jesus, God the Son, is the way, the truth, and the life. He went first before us into death on the cross to open the way through him to the promised land for us, heaven. The people had looked to Moses as their leader and guide during the exodus from Egypt, and God had done many powerful things through Moses. Now they had Joshua, and what does God do? He shows his power again. He does. And this way, once again, Israel recognizes and sees that God is still with them. And that's what our memory verse today tells us. It's from Joshua chapter 3, verse 7, and says, Today I will begin to exalt you in the sight of all Israel, that they may know that I was with Moses, so I will be with you. Yes, as God was with Moses, he was going to be with Joshua as well. Let's learn our memory verse with Miss Baker. Okay, let's do a call and repeat. Repeat after me. Today I will begin to exalt you. Today I will begin to exalt you. together. Today, I will begin to exalt you in the sight of all Israel, that they may know as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. Joshua 3, 7. Today, I will begin to exalt you in the sight of all God was with Moses, God was with Joshua, and guess who else God is with? Me! Exactly. Let's sing the doxology and praise the very triune God who keeps his promises and will deliver us to heaven. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise him all creatures That finishes up our devotion for this week. I am actually really excited for our devotion next week. We're going to take a look at the tribes of people who already live in Canaan and learn a bit more about these people who are now trembling in fear of the Israelites and their God. Please be sure to join us next Wednesday. 
We do have new devotions every Wednesday. If you'd like to support us, you can do so by giving a free will offering at buymeacoffee.com forward slash donuts and devos. And if you like our devotions, please share with your friends and your family. Share on your social media pages. You can find us on Facebook and get the latest news from our podcast. I'm Mary Faith, and you've been listening to Donuts and Devos, where we connect kids to Christ and fill them with joy and Jesus' peace. Bye, kids. See you next time.